Don't ask me to talk. Connection through conversation. Join self-described conversationalist Stacy Heller as she talks with guests about topics and ideas from the ridiculous to the sublime on Don't Ask Me to Talk. Now, here's your host, Stacy Heller. Hello, welcome to the premiere show of Don't Ask Me to Talk. I mean, I really say this, by the way. I totally say it. So um, I want to thank first and foremost my friend and sponsor of the show, Brenda Morris of Brenda Morris Real Estate. Uh, Brenda wants you to love where you live. And unlike me, she is not all talk. She genuinely means it. I, of course, am all talk. Um, so I am your host, Stacy Heller. I am joined today in the studio by my producer, Eric. Hey. There we go. Good afternoon. He's going to be my long-suffering producer, I suspect. It'll be fine. What could happen, Eric? Don't worry about it. <laughs> and I am also joined today by Stacy Harris, a friend and um, frequent collaborator. And uh, say hello. Hi. And uh, partly the person to blame for this. I will take the blame for this. Well, and I'm get, excited. <laughs> you get to share the blame, actually. So... Um, so Stacy is partly to blame because I got my first little taste of the radio life um, after being on her and her husband's show, The Efficient Life, with uh, Bruce and the Michael Bruce Image Consulting team, and it just felt so comfortable. Well, you are a natural, and uh, it's not shocking that we're sitting here today. So congratulations. Well, thank you. This is exciting. Any advice? Uh, just have a great time. Like, I know you will. You always do. But um, the some of the funnest memories that we'd had um, was being in studio, working with Eric, and um, just being, like, sharing our thoughts and getting really interesting people come in. And interesting people follow you everywhere. So this is... Oh. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes, they do. I feel do. like you need to, like, warn people to put their seatbelts on. Well, I mean, I collect people. I love... Do different kinds of people. So um, the other person that I'm going to blame for this because I blame her for everything is my mother. She's listening right now in um, Pennsylvania. Hey, mom. Hey, Joan. Right. So she is with some friends of hers. And um, well, I'm assuming that she's listening and that she didn't put parental controls on her radio the same way that she did on her cable. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. For herself. Yeah. Uh, so she bought a movie and she didn't mean to. Mm. And um, she got ticked that she bought the movie. And so she called up the cable company and I think she did her, I'm an 80-year-old woman, feel sorry for me, my husband's dead thing. And um, so then she spoke with some nice technician. I know that she's like right now totally sticking her little pinky finger up and calling me a jerk, but whatever. Love you, mom. Um and they together decided that perhaps really she should have. I'm really curious what the movie was. Oh, oh right, <laughs> exactly. It was it was not a Hallmark movie. I know that, <laughs> but she's not a movie fan. Like my dad was a movie fan. She's not, so I'm sure she was like, I don't want to watch this. This is stupid. But you're gonna have Joan on the show. Oh, yeah. So we can actually hear it from the Her source. Yes. yes, I like this. It's okay. gonna be the same story though. Stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so now she has parental controls, which for anybody that is in the cable TV business out there that's listening, free idea for you. You need parental controls not just for your kids, but for your parents who maybe buy movies and don't mean to. So 
Just a little thought. That's a freebie out there because there's lots of people that do that by mistake. Um, So anyway, the reason that mom is to blame for this, of course, is because my mother never listened to me. (laughs) (laughs) So this is why I had to go and get my own radio show. Um, No, I just like I actually just talk a lot. However, my poor mother, before there was poor Eric, there was poor mom because I would follow her around the house all the time trying to tell her about the book that I was reading or the day that I had. And I am known for amazing detail. Oh, I can attest. Right. So there's a lot of detail. And my my poor mother would walk around the house. And of course, she jokes that once I left the house, she never dusted again. (laughs) (laughs) I thought she was so fastidious. And it turns out that she just was trying to get away from me or at least be productive. (sighs) Well, so in Australia, we have a saying, you could talk the, the leg off a cast iron chair. It yeah. sounds like you might be, you, that could have been you as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, find, a, find a cast iron chair and you probably talk the leg off it. I, yes. Yeah. In fact, we have a three-legged <laughs> stool that was actually, came from my family. So it may have been a four-legged stool when I first got it. I'm not sure. I'm going to have to ask her about that. Um, anyway, but really the person that's most to blame is me because I do love to talk. I love, shout out to Dave, who's listening. He did the intro music for me. I told him I wanted a cross between Spinderella and Kermit the Frog. (laughs) And I think he nailed it. And um, he created something that was awesome. And what I love is that the part where I say, don't ask me to talk, is actually from other recordings that I've done. Like, it is... He's a magician when it comes to that kind of stuff. He is a magician. And so I give him full credit, except that I say that... A lot. <laughs> there was the Kristen Wig bit that she used to do on SNL, and she would play this woman that would say, don't ask me to sing. And she would sidle up to the piano, and everyone's like, yeah, we're not. Like, we're definitely not asking you to sing. And um, that is my entire life summed up. Me saying, don't ask me to talk, and sidling up to anything, like a cast iron whatever chair, and it responding didn't didn't ask you. <laughs> um, so, you know, so I'm really the one that's to blame for that. But the truth is, I actually really love being a host. I love entertaining. Got that from mom and um, and dad and totally love having people in my space. I love entertaining. I love the fact that our house is like a hub and a magnet for people in our lives and that it's a comfortable space. So it's it just seems like um, it seems like a natural thing to do. 100%. And, and interestingly, I'm actually an introvert. So when I host my own party, I'm like Mr. Rourke where I'm like smiles and like pass the <laughs> cheese and do you need another drink or whatever. But I'm not typically like chatting away. You've mentioned that to me before, and it's hard to get my head around because I've been, you have, I've been in events that you've hosted and, Mm -hmm. and, um, you might, you might, you don't fit the typical definition of introvert. I'll say that. I don't fit the typical definition of (laughs) any, many, (laughs) which is one of the reasons why you're so adorable. Oh, yes. Thanks. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it just made sense to be a host. And the other thing is, these days, um, with my business being so crazy, this way, if my friends want to talk to me, they can actually call in. Yes. And they know where I will be every Tuesday from 3 to 4 Pacific Standard Time. (laughs) 
and they can like ask me for ideas. Like, you know, Sally and I, when we go out for walks, she is um, doing a long-term sub job for um, a middle school and she's always looking for ideas as they're, you know, learning health and flash. <laughs> Do you know what flash is? No. You don't? I... Family life and sexual something. Health? Health, right. <laughs> I was going to say sexual healing, but I think that's a song. <laughs> so definitely not that. In the middle school, at a public school. Um, but she'll ask for ideas. And of course, I'm like, oh, let me teach them. Yeah. So so um, you're an idea fairy. Yes. You are. Like, yes. And, but, but to your point, if anyone wants to come find you for good or nefarious reasons, um, they will be able to find you at on Tuesdays. Yes, they will. Yeah. <laughs> so and don't say don't say nefarious reasons. Jeez. <laughs> um and then I'm I think I'm also a host in another sense. So like a host like people feed off my energy. Absolutely. And I'm okay with that. I've learned to set some boundaries mostly. <laughs> mostly. Um but I'm a, like I like that idea. I like that, you know, if Whatever it is that people are going through or if they need something or they need support or ideas or just a laugh, I love the idea that they can feed off of me. Yeah, you're very safe to be. Um, you're very approachable. And that's one of the reasons why I love this idea that you're doing this show, too, because now you're actually kind of opening that up to other people that that may not have, have be exposed to that. Right. And and especially with the <laughs> the year of 2020. Good oh. Night. It's a dumpster fire. <laughs> it is a total and complete dumpster fire. Yes. Which I have to say, um, this weekend was a big weekend in 2020. Yes. Um, I think that we can all agree upon one thing, and that is that Percy deserves to get better. <laughs> um, my cat, Percy. Um, sweet Percy. Sweet, sweet Percy, the baby of the cat family. He has been having uh, urinary issues. And um, look up PU surgery, folks, and um, you will learn what happened to Percy. I will just say this. We're not sure yet <laughs> what pronoun Percy is going to identify with. Um, and Percy came home from the hospital today and... Um, so it was a really big day. Oh, and other stuff happened. Too. Right, right, yeah. right. I mean, a few other things, but a few other things. Lower now, priority. I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> right. <laughs> like Percy was weighing heavily, <laughs> so there was that. And yes. then I, I have a feeling you're talking about Dave Chappelle being on Saturday Night Live, which was an amazing monologue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am a big fan of Dave Chappelle, but mostly I think we're talking about the fact that. Um, Joe Biden was essentially confirmed as the president-elect and um, Kamala Harris as the vice president-elect. And I'm not going to talk a ton about politics, but I am going to say it is so exciting to see a woman in high office. Yes. And the memes that I've seen about, you know, watch your feet, girls. There's glass all over the floor. Oh, nice. I love that. Yeah. You know, I was texting with my family in Australia. Um, they were also <laughs> heavily interested in the outcome of the U.S. election, which I thought was interesting. And I'd, I've heard from other people that they've got friends and family from around the world. And the world was watching, or, and still is, quite frankly. Um, but I remember uh, going back and forth with my middle sister, Linda. And I, I started typing, 
it's so incredible that the U.S. now has a VP elect that's a woman. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that Australia's had a female prime minister. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, you know, it's a big step for the U.S. But um, the reality is, is that there are other female leaders that have actually um, broken the ceiling in other countries. But I am like... Yeah, President, uh, Vice President-elect Harris. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt that I have the same name. I know. I was going to say, like, that must feel it's really got a good. nice ring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, it is exciting times, and I loved seeing all of the responses. You know, just little girls out there, especially, and you know, not just women, but women of all different like races and like colors and mm-hmm. the whole thing, and that it's like, yes, you can. Yep. I love that. Yes. Um, she should be a guest on your show. I'm just saying. Oh, we got to throw it out there. Eric, check her schedule. <laughs> I'll get right on. <laughs> I can't imagine that she's busy with no. anything right now. No, she got some time on her hands. Well, I yeah. mean, if she wants to make the rounds, this is basically it's like Oprah Stacy. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. I mean, I'm just manifesting. Manifesting is a thing that you're it supposed totally to is. do. Yes. Um, I do want to get back to the cat thing for yes. a second. So, because, you know, the cats, you'll quickly come to learn, are, like, very important. There's three of them. Um, and just to get you all caught up, there's Cole, who's a lover, not a fighter. Mm-hmm. And then there's Finn, who is, like, tough and very regal. Um, and allows people and other animals to live in the house. Yes, mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. much. And then there's Percy, who's pretty much an idiot. And... So Finn hurt his leg the other day, and um, I was actually telling Stacy before, we were a little nervous because with Percy in the animal hospital already, we were afraid to tell the vet that we had another cat that was injured because we were afraid that they would call the Department of Cat Services on us <laughs> and that they would take the cats away. And so I was meeting with my client, um, Annette, actually, and Annette is um, many things. She's clairvoyant. She does um, hypnotherapy sessions. She does a lot of things. But I learned when we were meeting that she can actually, she can talk with animals. And so before she left, I was like, Annette, I need you to talk to Finn. (laughs) I need to find out if I have to take Finn to the vet or if he can shake it off. And it was actually, it was an amazing session. If anybody wants, actually, like, I'm not kidding. If anybody is interested in connecting with their pet, then, you know, let me know. You can contact me through my Facebook or through my um, Instagram, or you can even go to my website. Um, But she totally had this conversation with Finn, and I learned so much. Some of it I already knew. But... um, You know how I tell the bobcat story and how the bobcat comes by a lot. And last Thanksgiving, the bobcat like came to our Thanksgiving soups and sours and it was a whole thing. Well, it turns out that Finn and the bobcat are buddies. Oh. Yeah. There's no animosity there at all. Nice. And, you know, I was like, ask him about the bobcat. I don't know why I was whispering, (laughs) but I was totally like, Annette, ask him about the. And sure enough, they're buddies. And they have a, a mutual respect for each other. Oh, nice. Right? I also learned that Finn is not a huge fan of Cole. Mm. He basically tolerates him. And that he loves Percy. Mm. And that he loves bunnies. And he has a girlfriend. He totally has a girlfriend. Mm. Although, I didn't um, 
I didn't feel it was appropriate to ask that question. Not on the first session. Not on the first session, Mm -hmm. but maybe subsequent sessions. Mm -hmm. And of course, Will, at the end of the whole thing, when I was sharing with the family, you know, by the way, Finn had this um, conversation with Annette. It was amazing. I learned so much. Um, Oh, he hates his bed. That's the first thing that he said to her. (laughs) Like, I don't like my bed. I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, And by the way, which one? Because you sleep on everyone else's. All of them, yes. Um, Anyway, Will was a little mad that I did not, um, that I didn't ask about, you know, so am I the favorite? Because he feels like they're bros. And for those listening in, who's Will? Oh, right. I have family. (laughs) So Now that you've named your cats and uh, shared an introduction about your cats, (laughs) who are the humans? Right, right. So I'm married to Pete. And we've been married for a long time. So, again, before Eric, there's Pete, my long-suffering better half. And then um, together we have four kids. We've got Annie, we've got Will, we've got Grace, and we've got Charlie. So, hey, Charlie. Oh. <laughs> Classic. Yes. Um, okay. Well, I know you're surprised, um, or not surprised, but I have much more to talk about. But we are going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we will, I don't know, talk some more. Perfect. Don't ask me to talk. The pandemic has proven that your home is more than just the roof over your head. It's where you and your family spend most of your time. If your current home no longer fits your family or lifestyle, contact Brenda Morris, real estate advocate and agent of change. She believes you should love where you live. And with Brenda Morris Real Estate, your needs always come first. Brenda has a proven system and resources to help you. Personal service, professional standards, and exceptional experience. Call Brenda at 425-466-2595 or visit her website, sellbybrenda.com. That's sell, B-U-Y, Brenda.com. Stacy Heller of Stacy Connects likes doing two things talking and connecting people with their potential. If you'd like to talk about your potential with Stacy, contact her at Stacy at StacyConnects.com. On the path to good health and well being, Alternative Talk 1150 is the station for you. We are back. Holy cow. I feel like I can finally exhale. Deep breath. Deep breath. Yeah. So I thought since it's the first episode, show, I don't know, um, I should talk about some of the things that we're going to be talking about as we move forward. Because, folks, we've got like 51 more weeks of this. (laughs) (laughs) Get comfy. You know those sweatpants you've been wearing for the last seven months? Exactly. Keep them on. Exactly. I mean, not like... (laughs) Like, not like a filibuster. Like, I'm not going to just go on nonstop. I mean, I probably could. Yes. Are you allowed to take a sip of water during a filibuster? Yes, but you cannot leave the floor. Even okay. you can put water in, but you can't take it out. Oh. Mm-hmm. There's a, there, I was going to say there's an app for that. <laughs> <laughs> but there's not. But there is a solution for that, and you can find it at Amazon. Oh, maybe you should put a link on your website. I, I could, but <laughs> I don't know if that's the thing I want to promote. <laughs> um, anyway, so Stacy and I have been brainstorming. Um, mostly I've been talking at Stacy about things to talk about on the show. 
And I keep referring to them as bits, you know, like I'm in Hollywood now (laughs) (laughs) and I have a bit. (laughs) It's a thing. It is. And I I am excited about some of the things we're going to do. We are going to do things like um, interviews. So for professional interviews, I know lots of people from my BNI group and from my working life. And I'm excited to pull the curtain behind what they do, which is what that's called, behind the curtain. Um, Because a lot of times it seems so easy, but I know all of these small business owners that work so hard every day. And I'm excited for them to share their journey. Then, of course, um, I know lots of people that have interesting personal stories. So um, that one I'm calling, what's your story? Well, and I love this because you're actually... You've you've said um, many times, everyone has a story, even if they don't think that they do. And what you're really good at is drawing that story out of them. And before they know it, they're like, oh, wait a second, I do actually have a story to tell, which is fantastic. And it it serves both on the professional side and or on the personal side as well. So, um, you know, with the the podcast that you have for um, your B&I chapter, um, you've given a voice and a platform to people. Um, in small businesses that are working their tails off, and especially this mm-hmm. year, Ugh. right? And for them to use it as a um, a marketing tactic for them to get their message out with their own voice is incredible. And you know, if you get a chance to listen to it, and and they'll there's a link on your website, right? There is a link on my website. You can go to <laughs> stacyconnects.com and um, you can listen to Plateau Partners Pulse. It is as Stacy mentioned a podcast where I feature. Um, various members of our chapter, and the stories are interesting. And I love that, you know, it's not your typical, um, it's not your typical interview. I mean, because it's me. Well, yeah, but it's really authentic, and it's casual. And that's one of the things that I really enjoy, too, is you're actually sitting down, and it's like sitting down and having a cup of coffee, although you don't drink coffee, is you're sitting down with these small business owners and they're actually telling you why they do what they do. Mm-hmm. And some of them have a very personal reason for doing the things that they do, whether it's a childhood experience or something that's happened in their life or a pivot point. And you, you bring that out in them. And, and every single episode is you, even without having met these small business owners through this show, you have an incredible way of actually bringing out who they are. Oh my so, God. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I totally like front loaded this, this today so that I would have like a really big fan. Um, The other thing I'm going to do is I'm going to do how the hell are you? And I am going to bring members of my family reluctantly, I'm imagining on the show so that we can talk to them and, you know, hear their story and hear what they have to say. Which will be interesting. It should be interesting. I mean, I've had more than one person say, man, I would love to be at your dinner table. Careful <laughs> uh, what you wish for. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's a thing for sure. But if you come to my dinner table, you will have to say grace. It's a thing. And But we haven't been holding hands, which is weird because the only people that we see anymore <laughs> is each other. And so I can't figure out why we're still doing like elbow to elbow. <laughs> But we are. It's very responsible. It's very <laughs> responsible. I'm like, it's the most bizarre thing. But, Mom, we are saying grace still nightly, even if we order in food, <laughs> which we do a lot. Um, the other thing that I am excited to do is what I'm calling curveballs. So there's um, Soul Pancake is a YouTube channel 
And um, I believe that it was started by Rain Wilson of The Office, um, or he's involved in it. And he does this bit where it's, you know, sit in the pit and it's people sitting in a ball pit having conversations and strangers. And they're talking about like big topics and they find connections, which, hello, the whole thing for this show is conversation and connection. Right. Mm -hmm. And I am all about connections. And so I love the idea that when I have guests on, we're going to talk about big topics and see where they take us. Yeah. And see if there is connection because mm-hmm. there's always connection. Well, I love the story that you tell about one of the your BNI members. The first time you met him, he said something about a book. Oh, yes. Justin. So Justin is the, um, the lawyer in our group, the um, business lawyer in our group. And I had done the what's called the BNI purpose. And I read from a children's book. And, you know, I suppose it's a common one, um, but it's, I think it's the Stinky Cheese Man and other fairly ridiculous tales or something. <laughs> it's really good. Um, and I read about the frog prince and the princess kisses the frog because the frog convinces her to. And naturally, the frog does not turn into a prince, but he's like, haha, um, I got some. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, at the end of the meeting, you know, Justin was like, oh, I love that book. And he was mentioning the other books by the author. And I was like, OK, so like that alone right there is why I will hire you mm-hmm. if I need a lawyer mm-hmm. for my business. Mm-hmm. Because I think that, you know, when you're looking for somebody, whether it's a, a doctor or a lawyer or a lifeguard or a window washer or a window washer, whomever it is, you have this sort of. I, I say this a lot. You have a snowstorm of options in front of you. Mm-hmm. And even though every snowflake is unique, when you have that snowstorm in front of you, none of them look unique. Mm. But there's something that makes you stick out your little mittened hand and allows you to let that one particular one land on your hand or your tongue mm. um, if you want to murder a snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... You know, it's that thing. So with Justin, it was because he was like, oh, yeah, I know that book. It's a great book. I love Mm. that book. Um, So with me, it is the most random connections that I connect with people. But if you have my sense of humor or you listen to me or you put up with me, you are forever in my heart. (laughs) Yes. It does not really take much, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The other thing that I'm going to be doing is stuck in the car with mom. I also call it Stacyisms. So having had four kids, I mean, I still have them, but I mean, <laughs> having them grow up right. and now they're all pretty much grown. Charlie is a senior in high school. Adult light. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Adult mm-hmm. light. And, um, but when I used to have to drive them everywhere, they were stuck in the car with mom. Right. And it is the perfect place for lectures. <laughs> But they don't know that they're lectures. I mean, they totally do. Tune in for parenting tips with yeah. Stacy at 3 o'clock on Tuesdays. <laughs> but it's, I mean, okay, so they totally knew they were lectures. But I did it in a fun and conversational way. And, okay, I think Will's coming on next week, so he's going to completely <laughs> refute this, but it's fine. Um, but there's all these lessons over time that I've learned and that I have to share and that... I think are important to bestow upon your children when they can't get out of the car. (laughs) So always do 60 on the freeway. uh, Take your kids for a long drive. It's a thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay, so the one that I can think of right now, especially post-election, 
is um, an example of a stuck in the car with mom stasism is I used to say to my friends or my friends, my kids, you don't need to be friends with everyone, but you need to be friendly with everyone. Hmm. And it's a life lesson. It's a life lesson mm-hmm. that, you know, the thing is you're going to meet different people. You're going to have differences of opinion. You're not going to connect on some level or whatever it is, but it doesn't matter. You need to be friendly because just like you have a reason for the things that you believe, they have a reason for the things that they believe and your life experiences are different. It's a good one, for, especially for right now. Yes. So I sort of feel like I am giving right now my tens of listeners a lecture <laughs> on um, making sure that whatever is going on in your belief system, that you need to remember that you need to be friendly with everybody. You don't have to be friends with them. It's mm, a good one. Right? I like that. Yep. I mean, I feel like Tuesdays I'm going to have people stuck in the car and I'm going to need to share <laughs> Stacyism every week. Well, I, I know you have a few. Oh. So I think you I like have a enough. list on my phone <laughs> that I just like I'm I almost like, oh yeah, I forgot about that it's one. It's like a sl- slot machine. Just it let is it run. Kind of. Actually, that's a good idea. I need to make a slot machine and instead of having like the the double or the triple cherries, it's like, woo, you get an extra long car ride. <laughs> okay, well, my car rides though at least we talked. The car rides that I used to take with my parents when I was growing up, my brothers are five and seven years older, so they got to stay at home. Uh. And I would get in the car, and I tended to feel car sick. So my mom would throw in some water and a bag of Pepperidge Farm goldfish pretzel crackers. And my dad, who his hobby was photography, and my mom's hobby was going and spending time with my dad... <laughs> And we would go on a long Sunday drive. Now, growing up on the East Coast, here, if you go for a long Sunday drive, you're still in freaking Washington. Right. Maybe you're in Oregon. <laughs> but you've planned that because you don't want to pay taxes. Right. But otherwise, you're still in Washington. Yes. And you're not in Canada because they won't let us in. Right. But on the East Coast, we could go like two, three states. Oh, yeah. And I basically would fall asleep because it was... That or hurl. <laughs> and what's the best of the bad options? Sleeping. Right. Mm. So then the only thing that I knew is that we would definitely stop and get ice cream. I could count on that. Okay. But I couldn't get sprinkles because they'd get in the car. <laughs> Joan, you know explaining to do. This was dad actually. Oh my oh. gosh. Dad was like, no huh. sprinkles. But then I finally learned um it's you know, it's amazing the things that happen to you when you're younger and you realize the impact that they've had on you as you go because I finally convinced my dad that if I could eat the sprinkles fast enough mm. then there wouldn't be sprinkles in them. Mm. So I still eat my ice cream like a thousand miles an hour. <laughs> like you know those moms that are like in commercials or vacation or your life or maybe you're one of them where the kids all get ice cream and like mom doesn't and they're like I'll just take a bite of yours. I'm like oh no. No. <laughs> Like, what is that? What kind of a weirdo mom are you? I mean, maybe if you're lactose intolerant, I'd give you a pass. <laughs> but I don't understand it. Mm. And so I still, and the other thing is, you don't lick ice cream, like that whole licking thing. You bite it. Yeah, there's a lot of rules. 
<laughs> I feel like you're going to have to do a pre-production call with all of your guests just so they can actually know what they're getting into. <laughs> There's just so much. There is so much. You know, that's the name of your next show. <laughs> There's just so much. Yeah, actually, it should be. I'm going to do like a FaceTime live one. It's just so much. Um, well, and then, of course, that translates then to married life when Pete and I go for long drives and I can't stay awake <laughs> and we have to stop for ice cream. Does he let you have the sprinkles in the car, though? Oh, yes. Good. Yes. That nice is, job, Pete. That is in the fine print of our marital contract. Right. 100%. But we do have another rule. There's a lot of ice cream rules. Okay. So our kids are not allowed to have waffle cones. Uh, the, they're expensive. Thank you. Yes. Okay, that is the main reason, except, <laughs> again, Will's going to probably be on next week, and so, like, every show is going to be, like, a show, and then a redaction, and then a show, <laughs> and then a redaction. <laughs> letter to the editor, letter to the editor. <laughs> wrong, 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 lie, lie, lie. Um, so, years and years ago, when Will was playing youth football, there was an incident in Issaquah. We were, he was playing at the high school with his team, and... Um, there was a man that came into the center of town near the police station and started firing a gun. And so he started heading towards the high school where the kids are playing. So we all have to get under bleachers and, you know, whatever. Um, and, you know, we're everybody's there and they're nervous and whatever. And I'm I remember being like, yeah, we're not going to die today. Like, we're good. I don't know. I just felt very calm about the whole thing. And I'm like, look, kids, look at the man in the helicopter with the full SWAT suit on. Like, isn't that cool? You're never going to see that this close unless, of course, you're a criminal. But like, look, this is cool. And so after Grace had soccer, so we collected the whole family and we calmly like, by the way, it all worked out. The guy didn't make it out, but we all did. Um, so we head to soccer in the afternoon and we're in Kirkland and it's like, let's get ice cream. And the kids are like, can we have a waffle cone? And I was like, no, it's expensive. <laughs> and well, especially with how many kids you have. Right. Yeah. And my thing was, no, it's expensive. And there's four of you. And by the way, like, you're not dead. You're not bleeding. <laughs> like, so now the kids have this thing where they're like, so we have to be like dead or dying to get a waffle cone. And I'm like, unless you're paying. Yes. <laughs> That's the benchmark. Uh, right. The baseline is. Yeah, there and, has to be some level of like compound fracture or yeah. Well, no. and I'm sorry, you don't get a reward for surviving life, <laughs> except death. I mean, you're definitely gonna get death. Well, that went dark. <laughs> well, you just took a hard left. Okay, <laughs> but I, it's a thing. It is. Yes, waffle cones. That's a whole show. And you know, really, it, what it really boils down to is I don't like waffle cones. Ah, that's what it really is. <laughs> It's, now your kids know. Oh, yeah. no, they're not listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who are we kidding? They're totally not listening. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that the whole Stacyisms things and lectures and all of that, I, I think that, um, I mean, Hopeful. well, and how many of us do that? You know, like you're taking your kid to mm -hmm. soccer, you're taking your kid to fill in the blank activity, and it's a perfect time to talk to your kids about everything well and i think a lot of therapists recommend conversations in the car because kids feel more comfortable not having to look directly at their parents yes it's, it's literally a good vehicle to
to use as I a, see what you did oh, there. Oh, did you like that? A good vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you sit back and you, you listen. Although, <laughs> you clearly contribute. <laughs> Don't ask me to talk. <laughs> well, I will say that when you're driving your kids and their friends... Even Uh-oh. I follow the rule of you don't talk. You just, your ears like, like, uh, what's his name? Um, who's the gadget guy? Inspector Gadget. Oh, yeah. Like, they turn into satellite discs oh. and you you listen. And you listen to everything that's not being said, too. Dave got uh, <laughs> uh, grounded as a kid because he was sitting in the back seat of the car. Uh, apparently uh, was talking about the fact that he went and saw a movie that his mom had said he wasn't allowed to go see because he was doing a sleepover at a friend's house. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh. Mrs. Nelson heard, did not say anything in the car because she didn't want to embarrass Dave in front of his friends, and then he got grounded. Wait. Oh, yeah. Go, Mrs. Mm. Nelson. Oh, yeah. I mean, props to her for not, like, saying anything to him right. in the car. right. But then, like, this is the thing. Like, you're listening. And kids mm-hmm. forget mm-hmm. that you're listening. Oh. <laughs> kids totally Well, forget. and sometimes, like, people forget the mic is on. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, um, before we move on to the next segment and I exhale, <laughs> um, I am going to do another shout-out for our sponsor, Brenda Morris. So, um Brenda is a friend of mine, and she sells houses, she buys houses, and she puts up with me. So, true story, I saw a house one day online on a lark. I looked up modern houses in the area and found this really, really, really cool house. I mean, like, really cool. And on, I don't know, I had a wild hair to, like, go check it out. And so, reached out to Brenda and was like, hey. So there's this really cool house. And so she's like, well, let's go. So we went and we checked it out. And I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, this is the house. I love it. This would be amazing. The whole thing. So later that day, Pete went and checked out the house. We liked the house. Brenda was very professional because I have to tell you, I think what she really was thinking is, are you kidding me? Like, where did this come from? I can't believe that you're looking at this house like out of nowhere. Like, do you understand that you'd be moving and, like, you know, uprooting everything? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. We're going to make an offer, and it's going to be a low offer, but we're going to try. And to her credit, she backed us the entire process. And so, you know, even if you are – you have a wild hair and you are tired of your current space that you're living in because, I don't know, you've been in it for 10 solid months (laughs) – And you feel like you need a different space to get annoyed with your family in. Um, Brenda will go along for the ride and she will back you and she will keep what might be her real opinion to herself, which is, are you kidding me? So if you are interested in connecting with Brenda, then you should do so. You can actually give her a call at 425-466-2595 or... You can also go through her website, which is sellbybrenda.com. And the buy is spelled B-U-Y. Get it? Sellbybrenda.com. I like that. Yeah, she's clever. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, okay. Mm. Okay. What else are you going to be talking Enough about? Enough about Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> 
back to me. <clears throat> no, so one of the other things that we're going to do on the show, and when I say we, I mean me, myself, and I, um, is topics from the fishbowl. I love this. Like, Well, this is something that you and I kept talking about. Mm-hmm. And we actually did this for one of your shows, mm-hmm. The Efficient Life, back in the day. I took it for a spin. Mm-hmm. Worked out well. And it was super fun. So I actually posted on my um, my personal Facebook account, and I asked for people to give me topics that we can discuss. And eventually, once I start getting callers in, then I can start doing this with callers, too. But today, it's just going to be Stacy and Stacy. I mean... It's like a Stacy sandwich. I mean, is it a coincidence <laughs> that I had somebody with the same name on my first show mm. so that it is all Stacy all the time? <laughs> I also want you to notice that the um what's the what is it when it's the initials um of something? Um you know, like Oh, come on. Um I'm going blank. It's um my the initials for my show are D A M T T. Oh yes. What is that mm-hmm. called? Um, like an anagram? No, or an, an what is it? Eric, can you think what it is? <laughs> I, like, okay, I'm spending way too much time on this. But the point is, right. the abbreviation for the show mm. is D A M T T. Acronym. Mm-hmm. Acronym. Notice it's missing the I. Mm-hmm. Because there is no I <laughs> in. Don't ask me to talk. <laughs> Anyway, okay. Just damped. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And without the I, I can say it on air. Sure. Because <laughs> like, if, oh if I add the I, I can't. FCC doesn't give a damped. <laughs> nice. Well done. Yeah. We're going to get along very well. <laughs> so anyway, so from the fishbowl. So we picked... A couple from the fishbowl today. You had a great list that came in. Really good list. And I'm going to keep, so here's the deal. I'm going to keep these topics in the fishbowl. And who knows, maybe six months down the line (laughs) from now, I'll actually get to your question. But today, one of the questions that we had uh, from Lee was, what movie could I watch over and over and over again? Do you know? Yeah, well, I mean, yes. Are you asking me? Well, I know mine, so okay, I'm you asking stop. you. You oh, stop. Well, there's a few of them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Of course. <laughs> How much time we we have left? <laughs> well, one of them is Pride and Prejudice. Okay. It's the one with Kira Knightley. Mm-hmm. And really, when I think about it, I don't even know if I have to watch the whole movie or just the part where Mr. Darcy comes striding across the moor towards Kira Knightley. But I mean, I'll watch the whole see. thing. Right. But I. I when that movie first came out, we were living on the East Coast. We were in Fairfield, and there was, like, the dollar movie theater in town. Mm. And I think I went by myself to see that movie, like, three or four times. You know, I had, like, a PTA meeting. Right. I'm holding up air quotes right, right now. <laughs> and I would go see that movie. So Whoa. good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's one. All right. So now I'm going to volley it back to you. What about you? Um, I would say... Um... Dr. Shivago. Never seen it. Oh. First of all, get comfy. It's super long. I think the version that I saw was on a two-set DVD. It's that long. They couldn't put all of it on (laughs) one DVD. Yeah. The first time. But um, it is so good. And I'm I'm having a hard time finding someone that will watch it with me. (laughs) Because it's one of those things where, like, 
you don't have to do a lot of interaction throughout the movie, but at the same time, you want someone else to be there to kind of bounce things off. Um, And then um, my dirty little secret. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Whenever Roadhouse comes on, I'm a Patrick Swayze? Massive pastor. Yeah, no. Really? It is one of those ones, though, that if my husband walked into the room, I'd turn it off. Oh, like it's porn or something. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just one of those things where I was like, oh, is this like liking Nickelback? Like, you know... (laughs) Hey, I love that that's the yardstick. Like, like Nickelback or like akin to it. Like, nope, hard pass. Right, right. Well, and then at the holidays, it's always love, actually. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. So, well, mine. so mine is Mamma Mia. Mm. Like with Meryl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so my girls do not love Meryl Streep. And when I say they do not love her. It may mean that they don't like her oh terribly much. Annie especially. Yeah. That's one of those, like, that's another topic for another day. Like, what's an unpopular opinion that you hold that, like, no one else does? Oh, my. Yeah. So. I, oh, we need to dig into this at a later time. Uh, well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, she doesn't love the movie. Um, Grace, she is, like, a movie. Sit down, watch right. TV. Like, awesome. Great. Um. But she also, I think she is humoring me, but she likes the movie. But there's something about Pierce Brosnan's, like, warbling, sad oh, voice. Terrible. But it's endearing. Right? Yeah. It's a really good one. Yeah. Okay. And then what about, so it occurs to me that since you're from Australia, mm. like, the teen movies of my youth may not be the teen movies of your youth. <gasps> <laughs> Well, and Dave always asked me, asked me that you know about shows and stuff that we saw in Australia. We always got like the top stuff that made it out of the U.S. because then they'd go international. Right. Where you, you know, kids in America had Everything. access. Yes, yeah, so they had access to way more content. Um, yeah. So, like, what what was deemed good enough to make it across the? I'm like, it's not a pond. It's definitely an ocean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was that one with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman? Days of Thunder? Yes. That's because she's from Australia. Well, I mean, that helped. But I did go and see that twice at the movies because they had $2 Tuesday. Uh, yeah, $2 Tuesday. So okay. I did go never saw that. that one either. Oh, yeah, she has great hair in that movie. She does have yeah. great hair. Yeah. Okay, that was a good one from Lee. I like that. Thanks, Lee. Yeah, thanks, Lee. Yeah. Lee's good for questions. Mm. Okay. Um, we'll do another one. Justin, speaking of my lawyer friend, <laughs> of course he asks this because... He wants to get into mediation, and he knows that this could end up in, like, a full fisticuff. Is a taco a sandwich? Uh, so I think it goes back to what's the definition of a sandwich? And I think the definition of a sandwich is two individual slices of bread. I don't think it's a sandwich. Let me tell you why. Because a sandwich is, like, what came from the Earl of Sandwich back in <laughs> 1763. I actually have no idea, but there Sounds was good, the though. Earl of Sandwich. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe the Earl um, and his girl served sandwiches for the first time or something. Right. And therefore it was coined like a sandwich. a sandwich. Then, of course, you hop over the pond and we continue to have sandwiches, right? However, that is because of our... British descent. Hmm. So like different cultures, it's a different name. So I feel like 
you can't call a taco a sandwich because then that's Americanizing it. Mm, yeah, true. It's a taco. Yeah. Eric, do you have a thought on this? <laughs> I've, I've in agreement that tacos are not sandwiches. Oh, okay. For the yeah. same reason or for a different reason? Well, I mean, I, I kind of agreeing with both of you, Stacey, that, uh, you know, a tortilla is not two slices of bread. Uh, so, therefore, you know, a sandwich is really two slices of bread with some filling in between. And mm-hmm. a taco is a tortilla that is, you know, folded around, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the the ingredients mm. in the inside. So doesn't equate to sandwich, if mm-hmm. you ask me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's right. Well, I think this is a great topic for folks to have tonight, perhaps over tacos. Uh, it's Taco Tuesday. We do Taco Tuesday. I'm going to bring it up at the table. Well, and really what it comes down to is that this wouldn't be, it's not, is a taco a sandwich? It's, is a quesadilla a sandwich? Oh, because you've got, uh, but you can fold a quesadilla too if you only want a half a quesadilla. Again, it's a tortilla though. Yeah. It's, it's not bread. See? Yeah. It's a difference. Yeah. Thanks, Justin. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this is why he's. Of course, the lawyer brought up that right? question. Up. That's because he's like, oh, I know, this will end up in court and I'll have to mediate. <laughs> you know, the Supreme Court doesn't have a lot to do right now, so they <laughs> right. really should take this up. They should get on this and yeah. just throw in hot dogs while you're at it. Uh, oh, right. Also oh, gosh. Not a sandwich. Yikes. Totally not a sandwich. That's an entire show. Uh, like all the things that. We like, need to bring Justin on. Uh, we do need to bring Justin on. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. We have time, I think, for one more. This one is, like, a thoughtful one. So this one's from Megan. Megan wanted to know um, who was my most memorable teacher. Mm. And what's interesting is, and this is, like, where the whole curveball thing, like, J.D. will appreciate this because, of course, why just take the question at face value? Why not add a whole bunch of caveats, right? (laughs) So, like, do you mean, like, teacher in school? Do you right. mean mentor? Do you life. mean, like, life teacher? Right. I'm going to go with traditional education, okay. academically. Okay. So uh, this one's an easy one for me. My eighth grade English teacher, Mrs. Mitchell um, in Australia, uh, she, had a, uh, she had a very laid back kind of, dare I say, hippie kind of uh, persona. And um, she wasn't friends with her students, but she was able to relate to teens. She was friendly. She was friendly. See? Very friendly. And she was very gracious in allowing all of us to learn at the pace in which was most comfortable for us. So she didn't shoehorn, like, you have to learn it at this pace and you have to, if you don't, you're stupid or you're going to get punished. And mm-hmm. so, um, plus, throw on top of that, um, at the end of the school year, we saw her at the beach and she had a bikini on and like ankle boots and she had a surfboard under her arm. Like wicked cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Mrs. Mitchell, eighth grade, North Rockhampton High School in Australia. Yeah. Okay. Shout out. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. She was very cool. Um, well, I started with nuns <laughs> and there was like no room for mistakes. Um, and I was a good child. And when we got caught for playing out in the snow. Um, the My teacher was like, who was playing out in the snow? And stupidly, I raised my hand, and I was the only one that got in trouble. Oh. So the life lesson there is don't tell. <laughs> Not really, kids. You should definitely tell the truth. But, like, in that situation, yeah, that was hideous. Then I had Mrs. Moore, who was my, I think, eighth grade, eighth grade English teacher, 
She and I were buddies. She ran the New York City Marathon. She also was super cool. She let me grade the spelling test. I think she thought that I was like homeless or something because my parents had just bought their business and they were never home. And so I was always like, hey, what are you doing? Like, pay attention to me. My mom is dusting. She won't listen. Um, And she did. And then there was, um, oh, Brother Leonard. Yes, I also had a, I went to a parochial school and Brother Leonard, um, he, oh my gosh, he had me get his coffee every day. Oh, yeah, which was, I think, a treat. And then another time, I wasn't paying attention in class, and some kid said, oh, I think she's high or something, which was pretty progressive because I was in, like, seventh grade, and I was like, hi. Like, what? And so he had me come up to the front of the classroom, walk in a straight line, and he put a piece of paper on my outstretched palm. Oh, like a field sobriety test? Yes. Oh. He totally gave me a field sobriety <laughs> test, and you know that my hand was like, and so that's how he got me to get him his coffee every day. It was sheer blackmail. Wow. Yep. But I did go get to go into the um, faculty lounge oh, all the time. Oh, yeah. Which sounds like it should be a really cool place, but when you walk in, it's kind of sad. It's like maudlin. <laughs> <laughs> there's like, there's like um, what you call it, being pumped in. Um, you know, the stuff that you kill yourself. <laughs> Carbon, Carbon dioxide. <laughs> It's like so depressing. Like wah wah wah. Like oh. But mad shout out to all the teachers out there. And there were so many amazing ones that well, I Well, and just again, because of twenty twenty and the fact that those of us with kids are basically part time teachers now, right? Because while they're still conducting school online, um, you're just like, Oh my gosh, teachers don't get paid enough. We already knew that. Uh- I mean, this is like, so Annie, my Mm. oldest, she is a teacher, and not only is she a teacher, so you just automatically get props, but she teaches special ed, Mm. high school, and she is amazing. Mm. So honestly, who's the most memorable teacher that I've ever Mm. met? Annie. Mm. I mean, my mother-in-law too, but Annie, hands down. That's very sweet. Well, I'm actually a sweet person. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you have to get through a lot, but... (laughs) But you have to you, dig. You have but to yes. dig. <laughs> totally have to dig. Um, so, sadly, our show is coming to a close. It's gone quick. But there are 51 hours <laughs> left of this, folks. Um, so, I want to give a shout-out again to Brenda Morris. Thank you so much for sponsoring the show. Again, if you want to get in touch with Brenda, then you can find her through her website, sellbybrenda.com. Again, it's sell by B-U-Y. Um, brenda.com and next week I am going to try to get my son Will on the show for how the hell are you but in the meantime I am so appreciative of you joining me Stacy for my premiere oh, honored show yes um thank you and thank I do you. Agree, I do remember agreeing before understanding that the mic was going to be on oh the mic is totally on <laughs> Totally. Heads up, guests, your mic will be on. Exactly. Yes. And thank you to Eric. My and pleasure. And shout out to mom. Hey, mom, love you. And um, to everyone else that's listening, thanks so much for your support. And join me next time for Don't Ask Me to Talk. Oh, and definitely submit questions for the fishbowl through stacyconnects.com. Thank you for oh, that. Big shout out. All right. Thanks, everyone.